All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of the Films with Ferrara podcast. We've actually gotten to make three of these things, miraculously. Uh, I am Dominic yeah. Ferrara, the editor-in-chief of filmswithferrara.wordpress.com, and your host. And joining me, as always, we have the senior editor of filmswithferrara.wordpress.com, Mr. TJ Blankenship. He's having some technical difficulties at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I'm not technically in it right now. But, but you're cool. there. We can still hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, that was I, fi- I figured well. you could hear over Jonah's phone, so therefore mm-hmm. you'd know you were there. Okay. Yeah. I, I know you're not there, but you're there. Hello, people of the internet. So if, if do you need me to send you the link? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, I can do that. Also We're so good us, at intros. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing because I can hear you Ladies and I can talk to you. But I hit accept Ladies. for the podcast, but it didn't take me to it. It just said, eh, no." <laughs> also joining us today, one of our staff writers, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lance Martinez. That's good. Hey. Trump still has. Oh. <laughs> and joining us for the first time, our managing editor. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonah Lewis. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast. No problem. For the first time. Yeah. This year, which is going to come to a big, could become very obvious, because we have one whole topic today, ladies and gentlemen, and that is to name oh, yeah. our top 10 movies of the year. All right. All right, cool. We oh, he's back. We have a top 10 list. Okay. Well, my headphones stopped working. That's great. All right. So... We have, here's how we're going to do this. We're each going to say our number 10, and then we're going to run through our number 9, da 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 one by one. Well, we are gonna I, got a, I got a confession. Yes? I don't have a 10. I have like a top 3, 4. Okay. So I'll, yeah, well, I'll lay back. We'll, I don't so have like we'll a 5. So then we'll bounce our 10 until we get to your 3, 4. How about that? Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. when we get yeah, to our number good. 4, number 3, we'll get there. But um, Yeah, I only have a few good ones, not a whole. And then... That's it, I'm picky. If, if there were any movies this year where, that we didn't get to, yeah, we you can mention say those, those as well. Yeah. Any honorable mentions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we are gonna punt discussing common movies until they get to their highest point. So whenever you say a movie, just say, "Oh, does anyone have it higher?" Um, especially because mm-hmm. I know, especially on my number ten and number nine, that's gonna be the case. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and possibly my number eight. So why don't we start then with? Jonah, what is your number 10 movie of 2017? My number 10 movie of 2017 is Wonder Woman. Okay. Just missed the cut for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine's not on here. So, so then the discussion is all yours. I really enjoyed it because um, it was... It, it was a superhero movie, but it was a lot more than that to a lot of different people. Correct. It really was incredibly important. It was incredibly entertaining. And I thought uh, it was really entertaining, and Gal Gadot killed the role. Yeah, she was money in that movie. Just Chris money. Pine did very well as good. Chris Pine was spectacular. And so well directed, beautifully shot, great score. Third act was not particularly great, which is part of why it didn't make the cut for me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very incredibly overrated. TJ was not a fan. Yeah, he was not, not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we go to TJ? TJ, you're number 10. <laughs> uh, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner 2049. 2049. Okay, I've got Ooh. it a little bit higher, so let's punt. 
I've got to hire. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it in a little bit. Two. Okay. The point we'll make here. We'll have like a big two-person discussion. My number two, it's okay because my number 10 is definitely going to get punted as well. But first, uh, some honorable mentions. I have seven of them. All right. Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi did not make the cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I know we'll probably be talking about later. With oh, okay, 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 okay. Spoiler alert, yeah, that's my number three. Ah, there you yeah, go. That's, Boom. that's in my list. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes did not make uh, it. I didn't even go see it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to. Uh, Mudbound, which a terrific film, but just not one I'd see myself watching again. Although, Mary mm -hmm. J. Blige should definitely be nominated for an Oscar for it. Uh, Okja, also on Netflix, terrific film. Wonder Woman mm -hmm. and Thor Ragnarok. Me for all of those. And, uh, some, yes. Yep, and some films that uh, I did not get a chance to see before we go. I have not seen Call Me by Your Name. I have not seen yeah. Post. Mm -hmm. uh, I've not seen. I, mm -hmm. I just did. I missed three billboards. I guess those are probably the three most egregious misses. Although the Post hasn't gone wide. Oh, and I haven't seen Phantom Threat, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing that because it hasn't gone anywhere near where I. Not, not even near Boston, where I am right now. But my number 10, we're definitely going to end up punting on, because I know it's going to be higher on someone else's list, is Logan. Yeah, it's uh, higher on mine. Yeah, that, that is very much higher on my list. All right, there you go. Boom. I, I, I had a feeling. Uh, okay, boom. All right. Jonah, right. you're number nine. All right, my number nine is actually Star Wars The Last Jedi. Excellent. Is it higher on anyone else's list? No, nah, I just missed the cut for me. No, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we can talk about it. Because you had not seen it when we recorded our Last Jedi review. So the, 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 oh, yeah, Ooh, so yeah, yeah. Yours, dude. Oh, shoot. Mike is yours, dude. I thought it was a fun movie, and it was really entertaining. But um, they had a lot of problems, and I really wish they had... Explored, explored snow more than the day. More than I thought day. it was actually very clever that they didn't. I thought it, it, became, it was becoming too obvious he was being set up as the Palpatine. Yeah, he kind of was. He has to kill to get to the light at the end. And yeah. The yeah, so I agree it, that it was, it was pretty great for Kylo to be. He had to like, overcome to take yeah, I mean, over the First Order was brilliant. I actually thought it was a great little twist. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad Kylo, Kylo was, was the focus. But yeah, he had a little more focus. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. him and Ray, that was really good. I just, I just wish they had they done, done a few things, things differently, differently, especially, especially with, with um, Ray's, Ray's trip, trip to, to the dark side. side. Oh, I don't think that was at all the weakness of the film. I actually thought no. Ray and Kylo were easily the strengths. No, no like, like the the the, the, the Ray, Ray and Kylo, Kylo relationship itself was fine. I just, I just, just that that, that part, part where she, where she goes, down goes down the hole, hole. Yeah, 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 and it's and like it's the like huge mirror thing, thing. And, it's and it's supposed to be like her going, going into in the, the darkness, darkness a little bit. bit. It, it had, had no, no repercussions for her as far as, as, far as that. that. Actually, it really did if you think about it, because that was her discovering who her parents were and then for who she was. Here, let's let's save all this for later. No, but like, okay, as far as slipping into the dark side. Lance. No, I'm saying, let's say, let's do it after our 10. That's what I'm saying, because that's what we're going to do at the end of the podcast, right? Well, no, we're going to do... 
Because we're going to do, we're discussing movie by movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So, no. Sorry. I am confused. No. Uh, <laughs> we got, no, I think the okay. easily the weakest part of that film is the Rose and Finn plot. Yeah, I didn't like yeah, 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 yeah. I think Finn is just one of those. I didn't like Rose. Like Finn's, Finn's is kind of a, kind of a lost, lost character. Okay, okay. Rose was a creep, See, honestly. I, I kind of liked Rose. I, I mean, that was... but it was, it's certainly the weakest plot line. It's definitely, definitely the weakest. They spent all that time on the casino world for nothing, really. Again, I think that's easily the weakest part of that. Film. Yeah, that was my. That was definitely my least favorite part of that movie. All right, TJ, you're number nine. Uh, this one's gonna get some hate from you, Dominic. All right. Uh, my number nine is Get Out. <laughs> I, I, I have it higher. I have it yep, higher. I, know you I have it higher too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Don't nine. get me wrong, it is a great movie. It's just I like these other movies, movies more. more. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. definitely talk about it later because I have it higher. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably your number probably one. Mm-hmm, well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, we're definitely going to probably end up punting my number nine. But my number nine is Baby Driver. Ooh, oh, I have that a lot higher. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah I, I have that higher, too. I had a feeling. I adored it. All right, let's go back to Jonah, then. You're number eight. Kingsman 2. Okay. It very, it's, I definitely would not have thought you would have had that over uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars or Wonder Woman. This was a really anticipated film for me. I love the first one. I, I feel like Kingsman 2 was a great continuation. It picks up in a great place from where the last one ended, and I really enjoyed it. And it has Elton John dropkicking someone. It's like echo sound. I don't know if it's just because they're, the two phones are close to each other. Here, it's in the room. Here, I'll, I'll try this. If I just speak like this, is it better? That's a little bit better. Oh, whoa. Sometime maybe if one of you went to the home, like went onto like your phone home screen for a second, oh, well, like, okay. like if you kind of let it go for a second, sometimes it'll switch to like an actual phone instead of speaker. Yeah. So like if one of you did that, it might work. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's me. It's episode three. This is the first time we've actually had everyone in like multiple people in the same room. Jonah and TJ actually uh, with each other right now. So yes. Yes. There you go. That sounds a little bit better. Yay. Yay. All right. I guess I'll just stand here for the rest of the recording then. standing in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Like me sitting on the floor in that room. (laughs) I'm just Uh, cleaning up my room right now. That's what I'm doing. Well, you know. (laughs) My, uh... But no, Kingsman 2. Just say Elton John is the reason you put it at number 8 and get Elton. Elton John dropping a guy makes it higher on my list than the, the end. And I really enjoyed the movie as a whole. I waited for it for a long time. I love the first one. I love the franchise. I enjoyed it. It honestly did not come anywhere close to making my well, list. You saw more movies than I did, so. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I only have like two on my list. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you actually have on your list? Okay, I have I have three. All right, so, so you got a top three at least. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, TJ. Just everything else just doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, my number eight is the big sick. Oh, oh I, I have it higher. higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured. Yeah. 
my number eight is Coco. I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, what a beautiful film. Just classic Pixar coming back to just tear you apart emotionally in the last ten minutes of a movie. Um, just beautifully written. The animation is gorgeous. Uh, the characters are, are just terrific. The voice acting is excellent. The music, the way P- Pixar's never made really like a musical before, and this is a musical that doesn't like shove the music down your throat. Sometimes you you forget you're watching a bit of a musical. Mm-hmm. But uh, Remember Me might be one of my favorite uh, movie songs of the year this year. Just is that the hey. one at the very end? Uh, well, they use it at the very end, but they use, Let's it, just say they this. use it multiple times. Let's just say this. They didn't shove the music down your throat like Trolls did, okay? <laughs> oh, what a horrendous movie. I know. No, I just, got, I just had to put that in there. I just yeah, had to what, put no, that in there. Coco is just a truly beautiful film with a great message. And uh, it, it Pixar at its finest again. It's, it's going mm-hmm. to win the animated Oscar. It, it's terrific. They never took a no. It like... I, I saw other animated movies this year. Like, I saw Lego Batman, which was very good, and it was not even close to being as good as Coco. Lance has the best takes. He just goes, That was a never took an L. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Terrific. Pixar never took an L. That's why there's not an L in Pixar. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen Cars 2? Mm. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, Cars 2 is not good. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of remember they made that. That's the one where he becomes a spy, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Not even lightning. It's freaking meter of all people. Right. Stay, movie stinks. There you go back to switching the cable. <laughs> all right, Jonah, you're number seven. <laughs> okay, my number seven is it. Okay. Oh, dude. That's my number six. Yeah. Okay. So. so we'll okay, that was for a couple of minutes here. Jonah, okay. you're first. You're first solid. punting. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Uh, TJ, you're number seven. Uh, my number seven is The Shape of Water. Oh, I have it mm. higher. I thought you would. Yeah. Yeah, I adored it. <laughs> we'll punt on that one. Oh, I love that movie. All right, my number seven, <laughs> I don't believe any of you guys saw it, so we could discuss it then, is Lady Bird. Nope, I saw it. Oh, you did see it. It's my number four. All right, we'll talk Ooh. about it later then. I'm so happy that you saw it. I love it. All right. Yeah, I watched a whole bunch of movies um, <laughs> this week while I was home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonah, you're number six. Uh, my number six is Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, okay, punt. We'll talk punt about that later. straight up. We'll talk about yeah. it later because TJ has it higher. Yes. All right, so you've got what? What we punt? Oh, you punted it to number. Yeah, six. yeah. My it, it's number my number six. Okay, mm-hmm. we got another punting coming up soon, but we'll talk it. Um. Since you guys had it on your list, you guys start the discussion. Did you not watch it, Dominic? I have seen it. Okay. Yes, I've seen it twice. Okay. That's then I just said you guys had it on your list. So one oh, okay, um, so TJ, go first. I liked it. Um, it wasn't a horror movie. It was more suspense-driven. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was exactly how the book was. The book wasn't really scary. It was more suspenseful, too. But it was... It was really good. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I actually, like, some films, you know, they actually get you into it. This one actually got me into it. They were the little chubby kid. I forgot his name, but, you know, he got me into it because he, cause he had. Class? Yeah. 
Yeah, because how he wrote the books, it was just so immersive. Like he based off Derry, Maine as a legit place in Maine. I'm like, holy crap, there's so much there. I like um, how all of the kids were actually good actors. And yeah. oh, they were terrific. Stranger Things, what, yeah. What's, what's his name? The guy that played Pennywise? <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. Um, Bill Skarsgård, yeah. thank you so much. I, I, I knew it was a Skarsgård, I just didn't want to say the wrong name. <laughs> there, yes, there is like four of them. I gotta say, I laughed a lot more in this movie than I was expecting to going in. Yeah, this yeah. Finn yeah, um, Wolfhard was amazing in this movie. Finn Wolfhard's comedic timing in this film is next level. Mm-hmm. He was terrific. Uh, in terms of some of the other cast, uh, Jaden Lieberher is excellent as he usually is. Um, he's terrific. Sophia Lillis m- has the potential to just become a star. That's, she was yep. terrific. Oh, it's a great movie. It really are doing? They're in the middle of the call. Oh. Um, I'll be back in a bit. Bye. What were you doing? We're recording a thing. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we, we've got things going on over here. Well, does your mom want another date, Jonah? Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this, this ought to be interesting. Uh, we're anyway, gonna... it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is the film for our difference. You can't get this anywhere else. We Down here in the South, you only get my cousin that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I've recorded three different places in three different episodes, and I haven't had this problem. <laughs> oh, good for you. Let's see. Um, but yeah, it really is terrific. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Hmm. It just didn't make it. It just didn't make the cut cut for me. Dude, I actually went to go see it at least twice. I forgot how many times I went to go see it. Yeah, I, I, I saw one for real. Yeah, like, Dominic. By the third time I went to go see it, you're like, you're literally seeing this film a third time. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> All right, yeah. my number six. We punted on it earlier. We can talk about it now. Is Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I have not seen it. So. Nope. I liked it. That's how a sequel should be. I agree, 100%. It felt like it was expanding upon the themes and... And not just the themes, but the actual story. The story, yep. The, um, the reason it was a little bit lower on my list was because it still didn't answer some questions, and then it just left you asking more, which I know is the entire which, theme of Blade Runner. That was the point. But still... Including, it still doesn't fully answer the million-dollar question. Okay. Yeah, and I don't want to say what that million-dollar question is for those that haven't seen it. But uh, I think it's well-known at this point. But No one knows if Harrison Ford is actually our robot. Correct. That's Ridley Scott will tell you it, he is, but Harrison Ford will tell you he's not. So that's, you know. But, you know, this is also Harrison Ford who hated Han Solo and wanted him to be killed off in episode five. Yeah. Yeah. But uh honestly might have might not have been the worst thing for that character. Might not. But probably not, but you know, whatever. Um I, I digress. Yeah, well, you know. It's but, okay, we all need to. And Blade Runner uh <laughs> one of the two I I mean there were a lot of visually astonishing films this year. This mm-hmm. was like number one or like one A, one B with Shape of Water, which we'll talk about more later. Just visually stunning. Yes. 
That Roger yes, Deakins cinematography is unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's going to get the uh, cinematography Oscar. Again, I'm not going to complain if it goes to this movie or Shape of Water or even another movie I've got coming up later. But uh, just beautifully shot. Uh, Gosling is terrific. Um, Jared Leto was very weird. But then again, it's Jared Leto. That goes without saying. Um, in the movie for a whole, like, five minutes. Feels like. Okay. Just like Suicide Squad. Right. Mar- mm-hmm. And just like Suicide Squad, marketing him as if he was, like, a lead. Yep. It was very, impre- very impressive on their part. He's, like, barely in the movie. Um, but Denis Villeneuve's direction, he get- he gives this movie room to breathe, and in the end, that runtime might have actually helped to, you know, prevent people from seeing it. But it-, it it's part of why the movie's great, actually, in my opinion. Is that it, it? It takes its time. It gives the important moments room to breathe. Uh, the scene where um, he brings where Ryan Gosling's girlfriend, who's like actually like a projection, she's a hologram, brings in the prostitute to give some sort of physical feeling to the relationship <laughs> as she's blending in with the prostitute is one of the most visually astonishing scenes I've seen all year. Mm. Yeah, and there was also that one scene, uh, I'm trying to describe it, where it was like a giant projector. Do you know what I'm talking about, that scene? Yes. Oh, that, that scene is that scene. I didn't know how to oh. describe it, so I'm just saying giant projector, and I'm hoping you know what I mean. Yep. Towards the end of the movie, the rain mm-hmm. is pouring down, Gosling's all bloodied. Oh, it's gorgeous. And it's like really dark, and then this giant bright light shines down on the screen. Oh, yeah, that oh. was just amazing. Terrific. Just a terrific movie. And, and Diddy Villeneuve was already one of my favorite directors coming in. He had he Prisoners, the, didn't he? He was the reason I had hope for this movie. When they announced he was directing, I was like, okay, we might have a shot here. Um, he he might be, like, top three right now for them. And I love how, just like the original, the sequel also got snubbed in the box office. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just didn't make nearly as much money as it should have. Nope. So we're probably not going to get a third. Which is so disappointing. I would love to see Denis Villeneuve come back and do more, but he, you never to, know. He's off to do Dune next, which could be cool. So, all right. Uh, Jonah, you're number five. Where's the top? My number five is uh, John Wick Chapter 2. Okay, did not make oh. my list. I love this movie so much. I oh, it's incredibly entertaining. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a really entertaining action movie. I thought it was a great sequel to the first one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they expand on how the Assassin's organization kind of works. Yep. And he ransacks murder screen by a lot, and it's a lot more spectacular and amazing. Trust me, if this were 2015, which was a, by and large, kind of a trash year for movies. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, so was this year. The there was a lot of crap that came out this year. This year, but it was also, there was also a lot of incredible cinema this year. Like, two yeah. years ago, oh, you looked at those best picture nominations, you like, that's it. It was like, oh god, Mad Max might actually win. And it correctly should have won, when you think mm-hmm. about it. But... It was just a bad year for movies a couple years ago. 
Like, we were very much looking at the Revenant winning Best Picture, which... But, like, this year, and I was, I put a lot more, like, like, I didn't write my top ten list that year, but on my personal top ten, a movie like John Wick would have probably made it that year, because I had a lot more, like, blockbusters. Mm -hmm. Um, But John Wick 2, like I said, is incredibly entertaining, and... Really, you're just watching to see how many creative ways John Wick can yeah, kill. Yeah, That's really what you're watching this movie for. But he killed the, the two dudes with the same pencil. That was, awesome. that was an all-time cinematic movie. All right, Dominic, what's your number five? All right. Uh, what's yours? My number five is Baby Driver. All right, good. Yeah, perfect. Is, uh, Jonas, is Baby Driver still oh, yeah. higher for you? Okay. Alright, so then my number five is the disaster oh, that's artist. A way higher. Okay. I'm I'm starting to think I know what you're No, one it's not All disaster right. artist. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright, Jonah, you're number four. Okay. It, it remains higher. It's I know what's your number, number one. You can't hide it. It's it's very difficult to hide. Mm-hmm. Okay. But am I hiding it? My number four was oh. it. That was my number four. Oh wow, we do have yeah. a okay. So wait, you didn't say you had higher. I did say I had higher. What? Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's we got a three for three on that. Oh god. No, that's cool. That's cool. It's okay. Lance kind of gave me. All right. Yeah, Lance gave a take there. Yeah. Okay, we'll 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 get you your top three. Okay. All right, there. Uh, so let's see. Number four. Did we get jo- no. number four? Get out. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Okay. Get out. That's right. We're punting. We're yeah, punting. punting. TJ, uh, my number, number four, four was Lady Bird. All right. Let's oh, talk it, about this. Oh, it was, I it was good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, this is really a movie. It's all about the writing and the performance. It's hard to explain what it's about. It's a coming-of-age yeah. story. takes place in 2002. It's basically just about a young girl going through her senior year of high school. Applying for college, literally what we okay. just yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't apply for college though. Yeah. All right, Dominic, you explained that a lot easier than I could have. <laughs> well, there you go. Boom. Um, this movie's just terrific and heartwarming. It was incredibly well written. Yep, it's one of those movies because normally you don't like come out of a movie being like, oh god, I wish it were longer. That movie's only ninety three minutes. I could have easily sat through like another ten to twenty minutes of that movie. Easily. Just. Yeah, that's how well written it was. I could have. Yeah, I could have too. It was really good, and I watched it at like three uh, in the morning. Excellent. Because you know, I had to. I had yeah, to find everything you on the internet. At three in the morning, and you don't get tired like watching it. That's yeah. That's how you know. Um, Saoirse Ronan is. She's a phenomenal. great actress. Yes, she is. This could be her third Oscar nomination. I think she's like 23. Mm-hmm. It's insane how good she is. Um, Lori Metcalf is going to win the Oscar for supporting actress for this movie. Yes. She is unbelievable as Saoirse Ronan's mother. Yeah, no, I agree. Incredible performance. Just the emotion she brings to that role, the power she throws into that performance. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful performance. 
Uh, that's some great supporting work, too, from uh, Tracy Letts, who's always great, and Timothy Chalamet, who's having himself an incredible year, Lucas Hedges, Beanie Feldstein. Uh, our, our thoughts and prayers out to her family. Her brother died this mm-hmm. week. Um, Stephen McKinley Henderson and his, like, five minutes of screen time. Always a treasure to see him on screen, no matter for how long. But a terrific cast, a terrific script. Greta Gerwig directs this movie impeccably. Um, the fact that she didn't get a Golden Globe director nomination is just a crime. Mm-hmm. Crime. Crime. You have anything else, TJ? Uh, no, you basically summed it up. <laughs> it, it, if you have not seen Lady Bird, it is very much. It was good. It deserves awards. There you go. Yeah, go see it. it. It's worth your money. It's terrific, and it's it's if you're looking to get in and out of a movie in about ninety minutes, there you go. Because it, it's short, and it's very very sweet. As in, it's really good. Yeah. Yes. All right, my number four is the Big Sick. Oh uh, my, that's my three. So. All right, so we might as well yeah, talk yeah, about just, it now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Since we're right next to each other. God, I love where, this Where is it on yours? I, I had it at number eight. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he had it lower. Lance, have you seen the big six? No, I have not. It's on Amazon. Okay, I got Amazon Prime. I'll yeah, go, go watch, watch it on Prime. <laughs> it is terrific. Um, The writing on this movie it's is phenomenal. just unbelievable. That's where you have to start. Okay. That screenplay is phenomenal. Uh, the performances, especially Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter she did is a great tra- job. She is incredible in that movie. She did amazing. It's very weird hearing that voice and yeah, not being like, like Elastigirl? Yeah, yeah that, that but, was a little off for me. <laughs> that was part of Batman vs. Yeah, Superman, too. That was like, me through all of Batman vs. Superman. In addition Superman. to the part where in that movie she plays a, Repu- a Democratic senator from Kentucky, but that's neither here nor there. I, I, I'm like, um, they gave Elastigirl a peach jar? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, this movie's just terrific, though. You want to talk about a heartwarming <laughs> movie? The Big Sick is an extremely heartwarming movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a movie that it just works on so many levels. The writing by Camille Langiani and Emily Gordon, who, just so you know, the movie's obviously based on their real yeah. life. They they are still married today. Thank God. Uh, the, I I think the the saddest legends. part of that movie was definitely his breakdown on stage. Yeah, that uh, was an incredible comedy, you know? scene. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Incredible scene. Um, Ray Romano was also stunningly great in this movie. Oh, yeah, he was. He's terrific. <laughs> I forgot about Ray Romano in that movie. I kind of... He's so good. <laughs> the scene where... Um, the, my Maybe the best scene in this movie... It's the scene where they go to Kumail's comedy show where he wasn't actually supposed to, like, headline or anything mm. like that is when the guy starts, you know, doing the racist heckling. <laughs> and and, and uh, Ray Romano is like, dude, calm down, whatever. And he keeps going. And then Holly Hunter goes all in and, like, goes, at, goes after the guy. Just a terrific scene. Both of them are, are Incredible in that scene. Yeah, it was yeah, really that, good. That was a great. That was a great moment. I, that's probably really the best scene in that movie. I enjoyed that movie a lot. I mean, it is, it is just beautiful. It's a beautiful movie on in its message, in its conceit. It is now on Amazon um, Prime for anyone listening, and I recommend that you watch it. Yes, seriously, 
go watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. If you have Amazon Prime, you officially have no excuse. Also, his relationship with his parents and what happens with that was really entertaining to watch. Yes. Obviously, Kamala's part of the plot. He's Pakistani. Yeah, that, that, that whole movie's Pakistani kind of marriage traditions. And Middle Eastern. It, it truly is a, and, and you know they do. T- especially her, they took some liberties with that uh, scripturally because that's, you know, just how they had to. Make, they they do have to fictionalize some of this. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, they did what they could to stay as true to their own real life experience as they could. But with uh, Kumail basically writing it, it right. made it you know really good. It wasn't yes. really someone taking an outside look at him. It was him taking a look at himself and what happened. Yep. Also, Bo what a... Yes! Yes, Bo Burnham is in this movie. Uh, A.D. Bryant from SNL yeah. is also mm-hmm. in this movie. No, all that matters is uh, Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah. He's very yeah. funny in this movie. He's just funny in general, Dominic. It's very true. It's very true, but he's terrific. I, I didn't know he could act. Yeah, he was also yeah, in uh, yeah, he was in yeah. Parks and Rec for one episode. I heard about That's that. Right. Yep. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> all right, but that—that's the big sick. We clearly all loved it. Go watch it on Amazon Prime. You're out of excuses. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Lance, your number. Three. Okay. Um. Just please know this is reasonable because I only had four. Okay. I had Baywatch as number four. Oh. <laughs> no, Larry. You paid to see Baywatch? Hey, my girlfriend wanted to go see it. I didn't think much of it, but then when I saw him, I hated That's fair enough. Watched. I paid for three pa- or two Pappy movies. <laughs> you paid for Valerian. Yeah, I paid for Valerian so, and Wish Upon. Oh. <laughs> oh, my soul oh, hurts. Hey, got it. Nah. And the Honestly. Mummy. And the Mummy. Honestly, Mummy Baywatch, I, I liked Baywatch. It, it was entertaining. Okay, I, I have to admit to that because it's, it's up there. <laughs> Just keep, keep committing to that bit you got there. I know, I'll take an L. <laughs> what, what was the part of it that you enjoyed? It's just the comedy, ending. Right? Yeah, the ending. <laughs> when I saw the screen go black. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom said. Yeah, shape of water, water. yeah. <laughs> Which. I, I think she saw a vastly different movie. Are you sure she didn't walk into the wrong theater? Right. Well, she said the best part was when it ended, yeah. and then gave it a seven because she appreciated the filmmaking. She just thought the whole thing with the creature was too weird, and I, I don't, I just don't. Yeah. yeah, when I came back to the car, I was like, okay. <laughs> it, I, mean, I think we saw. Oh yeah, right. Movie, you saw that but... Yeah, we saw. Lance yeah, because we saw Star Wars. And she went and saw it in the mm-hmm. water. But no, that was a no. Baywatch, sure. Co- congratulations. Thank you. Done it. He yeah, took one for the team. Commit, I did take one, he for, took the one for the team. Hey, not only did I have he four, made a list. I took one he for the team. List. I made a list. All right, so that's your number four. What have you got, number three? Oh, I know that was my number three. My number four was it. Okay. Wow, you had that ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> My God. All right. <laughs> I just realized that. I'm like, wait. I did this list upside down. <laughs> flip them. Flip them. Okay, yeah. Flip them while you can. 
Baywatch 4, it 3. That's what I meant. Yay. And then... <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so we already know Jonah's number three was the big six. Yeah. We just talked about that. TJ, your number My three. number three was Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I had that higher. All right. Oh, did Lance has it even It's his number one. No. It probably is. We're definitely going to allow TJ to run the Spider-Man okay. discussion. But meanwhile, category. we can go to number two because we can discuss that one. <laughs> just say my number three... Is Dunkirk. I never saw it. Oh, I forgot about Dunkirk. Dude, that should go on my list. I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Good totally job, Jonah. He took a lot of keys from my list. I didn't really think about it on his own. Right. <laughs> I, I, I had it in my top five. I actually, I, I picked up the, I got the Blu-ray for Christmas, and I spent yesterday, my dad and I, we just watched, like, there's like two hours of, like, behind-the-scenes special features on this Blu-ray. Dunkirk would probably push it out down one for me. I really like that. Um, the cinematography is gorgeous. The The performances, again, not, this movie doesn't really focus on characters. It focuses on the situation the characters are in. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know if we ever hear names of, like, any of the important, like, main characters in this movie. It's more about the dire situation. And any guys trying to get their girlfriends to watch it? Isn't Harry Styles in this movie? <laughs> uh, yep, Harry Styles is in fact in the movie. It should be coming on HBO relatively oh, soon. Um, probably in like February or March, so right around Oscar time, it'll go on HBO. Yeah, I never saw Dunkirk. It's really good. It's really the, the cinematography is beautiful. That score by Hans Zimmer is next level. Hans Zimmer but, always makes uh, good scores. With using that ticking clock yeah. uh, throughout the score. It's just brilliant. The but the best one has one of the best moments of the year where uh, the guy goes, "What is it? What do you see?" And Ken Branagh slowly takes his hat off in the most dramatic like hat takeoff ever. We we my family's a big fan of the Ken Branagh hat takeoff, and he just goes home, and the whole theater's like, "Great moment, great moment." Um. Chris Nolan impeccably directs this movie. Yeah, it's it's extremely. This, this is a movie that had every right to actually be a disaster, and instead turns into only it's only a hundred minutes. It's very it's really short. short but it's really intense. So it feels like it's um, the, the intensity is unbelievable. He really does create incredible tension. He knows that that's the feeling he wants to get. The idea that this is a dire situation, and that we have to get. 400,000 people off this beach and then 24 hours or the Germans are going to be right there. Mm -hmm. And in the end, you know, there's one that gets taken in by the Germans at the end, but it's, in, it's incredibly impressive uh, what Christopher Nolan was able to do with this movie. Yeah, this movie's really good. It's just terrific. I, I loved it, obviously. There's a reason it's my number three. So. Yeah, that definitely should be right. on my list if I could append it to my list. You're going to have, like, an asterisk. Right. Yeah. asterisk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Terms and conditions <laughs> apply. Yeah. 10B. You know. I'll, I'll give it an asterisk into my top five. Really good. There you go. Boom. All right. After the great Baywatch incident. Okay, okay. It's time for Lance to redeem himself here. Let's go. Okay. Uh, well, this is for number two, right? Yep. Okay, um, TJ, take the stage. You were wrong. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> um, yes, it was really good, and I'm yeah. very happy with how great that this movie was because it could have fallen flat on its face, mm-hmm. um, especially with some of the liberties that it took. But they took a hero that we all know and love, changed the story just a little bit, changed the characters just a little bit, turned it into its own thing, and made it one of the best movies of 2017. Indeed it has. We'll make it clear in case anyone forgot, this is Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is also a favorite superhero. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 but I had one more superhero movie that was above it. Yeah. Anyway. I think I know. Yes, you do. It's pretty obvious what it is because I haven't it's talked Guardians about it yet. No. It's not. Yeah, it's Guardians, Guardians 2. 2. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, that one scene where it's Adrian Toomes, who is the vulture, played by Michael Keaton, and Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, are in the car together. Oh. And, uh, and Vulture finds out who he is and what he's doing. And no, just th- I like- that scene alone was one of the greatest cinematic no, no, no. moments of 2017. That was, no. that was peak Kitana I like when Peter Parker, right when he got into the car, yeah. When he just got in the car, he saw his face. He was like, holy shit. But then Vulture still didn't um, yeah, know that, that, it was The him. entire scene in general. The entire car thing, yeah. Well, just that initial, Michael Keaton is just, just that initial like start. It dawning on Michael Keaton, who Peter Parker is. It's really cool. Ah, my ears. I also enjoyed when he went to pick up uh, his date for the prom and opened the door. That was really... Yeah, that was funny. Um, like I said, they took some liberties with the characters, but it worked. I just enjoyed Tom Holland in general. And let us just praise Ned, because Ned was amazing. Yes! Man in the chair. <laughs> one for the team, just like I did. Uh, I'm, I'm watching <laughs> porn. Just... just right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was just amazing. I'm uh, watching porn? <laughs> He's like, what question mark? Yeah, it was just... It was great. Like, what what can I say? Like, the action was amazing. The story was great. The acting was phenomenal. Like, this was the perfect Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man was, he had a great sense of humor, as Spider-Man has, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hides his underlying yeah. fear. <laughs> just in the end, it, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah, like, and like, it's not just the fun that makes it such a good movie for me. It, like, it's Every aspect of it, because I honestly think that this was almost as close to a perfect movie as you can get. Because I don't think we've had a truly fun Spider-Man movie in, like, 13 years. Not since probably Spider-Man 2. Right. So, just to shut up, Andrew Garfield. is a huge deal. And I enjoyed the first Andrew Garfield one, but I wouldn't qualify it as I'd give it, like, a 7. Wait, wait. Which one? Amazing Spider-Man Amazing 1. Spider-Man? Amazing Spider-Man 1 is alright. Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 2 is it's, crap. It's fine, I like it, but... Um, this <laughs> I, is for sure the best Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 2. They gave Kevin Feige control, and he did what he does with, with properties. He just went out there and... He did a good. He, he did a good. He, he's That's all he's really... <laughs> that's all he really does. He does good. Yeah. And God, I hope he can do the same for the Fantastic Four. That's all I can say. Step one, hire Bradford. Yeah. That's step one. But, you know. Facts Sorry, all. I'm not talking much. I, I'm on Rocket League right now. <laughs> I know, that's how every YouTube video goes. Am I right? 
Yep. I'm pretty sure there's a uh, there's a like a Mad Max Fury Road. There was at least a Fury yeah. Road like Rocket League overlay. Yeah, and I actually still have the Mad Max game on my PlayStation also. Yeah, I have it. I don't think I've ever like actually put it. In yeah, I've never touched it either. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Go ahead, go ahead, run Sweet. Page. That was part of my Fury Road fever of 2015. It's good as a keepsake. Fury Road fever of continuing. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you're still sick from that movie. You like you still got the flu, dude. That movie dude, he has is not gone to the hospital. I hate he to is break dead it right now. It's a god tier movie. Hey, remember when Jonas took that DVD for like <laughs> a year? Correct. <laughs> yeah, for like six months, never touched it. And I was like, I'm just bringing the. I mean, Blu-ray you never watched the Ringer when I left it at your house. So I mean, what's the point of watching that, anyways? That was my choice. The difference between the Ringer and Fury Road is rather vast. Nah, it's actually Johnny Knoxville. Let's go. He's my man's. All right. That was Spider-Man: Homecoming. Clearly, we all enjoyed it. It did not make the cut for me, but it, it was an honor. <laughs> I very much enjoyed yeah. this film. All right, Jonah, you're number two. My number two is Logan. Mm. It's TJ's number one. Yep, it is. It's TJ's number one. We'll, we'll it talk, is. I want to make sure we talk about number one with number one. So, But, yeah, I had it at number ten. So, solid. All right, uh, TJ, you're number two? Uh, my number two was The Disaster Artist. Oh, let's talk mm. about it. Oh, yes. Unfortunately, I have not yet seen The Disaster Artist. I want to do that before break ends, and I have to go back to school. But, yeah. Oh, is I it know. on Amazon Prime? No. <laughs> no. It, it like, like, just came out. Oh, dang. It's still in theaters. The, 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 the conversation about this movie has to start with James Franco. Not James Franco's actor, portrayal as Tommy Wiseau is one of the greatest things I never thought or I thought I would never have to see. But the the opening scene where he's trying so to do glad. the Stella monologue from uh, is it Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Except Stella. instead of yelling Stella once, he's yelling it a million times. He's climbing up ladders. I've seen that YouTube video. Melanie Griffith <laughs> is out there, is playing the acting yeah, teacher, and she just has no idea what to do. Stella. And I actually think that Dave Franco was a great choice as uh, Greg Sestero. Oh, he was terrific. Let me, well, because obviously he and his brother are already going to have chemistry, so him casting him as Tommy Wiseau's friend, they basically had, like, a brother relationship. Right. So it just made it even, like, more beautiful. Like, it was great. And, and this movie had, like, the best possible outcome, by the way. Uh, he, they showed this movie to Tommy and Greg, and Greg was kind of reminded why... This is how they easily could have just made fun of Tommy the whole movie. But this movie reminded Greg what he saw in Tommy. And Greg actually went out and wrote a script. So next year, it's a two-parter. So it's like two movies. But there is going to be a new Tommy Wiseau, Greg Sestero movie out next year. We might have to find it and attempt to review it on this podcast. As soon as I find out the name, I'll let you know. It's a Best Friends, but the R is in parentheses. So, best friends, best fiends. That's a good mm-hmm. title. It's, it's Tommy and Greg. That's the important thing here. That's really the important thing. It's a big Hollywood movie. Right. Big Hollywood movie. It's a big Hollywood big movie. Star. Uh, the fact that, by the way, James Franco is bringing Tommy Wiseau to the Screen Actors Guild and the Golden Globe Awards is going to be the greatest thing that's ever happened. I just find it so ironic that... A movie about the making of the greatest worst movie ever is actually a really good movie. It's terrific. 
Franco's performance is unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe how perfect he was as Tommy Wiseau. Uh, when I first heard about this movie, I'll be honest, I was like, mm, it might be good. But I also love The Room for what it is. Right. Which is a pile of crap, but, you know. You're tearing me apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> it's really like the inception of that moment in that movie. Like, yes. Like, that just, like, it was just written, like, on the spot. He's just doing James Dean. Yep. Like, he's just trying <laughs> to do a James Dean impression. Uh, and it's anyway, one of the funniest things. Just watch this movie. It's it's amazing. The the, the screenplay is stunningly excellent. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal script. They really could have taken this. Like, even Seth Rogen was good in it, and he's Tommy. usually hit or miss. Right. But they really, um, they really leaned into this being a relationship movie and being about the relationship between Tommy and Greg. Yeah, when the first trailer came out, everyone thought it was just going to be them making fun of the making of the room. That was the easiest way to sell that movie, though, on a first trailer. Yes, and then once the second trailer came out and we realized it was actually the relationship between Tommy and Greg and and the making of the room, and it's, it was just perfect. Right. I was so in on this movie after watching that first trailer. I, I didn't even have to watch the first trailer. I was like, I, as soon as as soon as uh, it was him trying to do the oh hi Mark scene, Correct. I was I was in. I was I was done. I was already. I didn't I was realize sorry. that was going to be the entirety of the first trailer. I was incredibly happy. Yep, me too. Like that's how you sell this movie. Correct. Oh hi Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. I, it's so entertaining and it's funny. And at the same time, it breaks your heart a little bit. It's just terrific. I feel like the ending could have been a little bit more different, but it was good for what they had to do. And the after credit scene with Tommy is yes. just... <laughs> and it's funny, because they basically just let Tommy go and came up with his own stuff. Yep. And the funny thing about the, the after credit scene, right, he's hitting on Franco, but Franco's playing Tommy. He's hitting on himself. Yep. <laughs> the, like, the most narcissistic moment possible. Incredible stuff from Tommy. Narcissism at its I, I guarantee you he was wearing uh, Tommy Wiseau brand underwear. Probably. Is that a thing? Yes. That's, an abso- that's absolutely a thing. No, if you go to his store, like his online store, you can buy the room on Blu-ray and everything. No, he sells his own underwear. Than it is I on Amazon need to buy right some of this. Right now, hold up. I'm gonna guess some. It's very much real. Go to TommyWizzo.com. It's very real. I'm I'm doing it right now. Do you know how to spell Tommy Wizzo? Nope. T O M M Y W I S E A U. This is very real. It's Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But. The room on Blu-ray right now is much cheaper on his website than it is on Amazon. I was going to try to order it to watch on New Year's Eve, Ooh. but Amazon hiked it back up to like $33, wow, and Tommy's like, I got it at 14 so I was like, well, it's not going to be here for New Year's Eve now. Yeah, shipping will probably be rough for that since it's from Tommy Wiseau. All right. Let- how's your sex life, That's Anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> What a story, Mark. Uh, <laughs> just to talk. <laughs> how's your, what a story, Mark. That scene anyway, movie, how's your sex well, life? That, that scene in the movie, he he Seth, like, Seth Rogen's... Johnny Ties. Yep. Wow. 
so who directions. else needs to give their number two, or are we moving uh, on to number I do. one? I do. Okay. All right, my number two is The Shape of Water. Okay. Okay. Um, God, this no comment. movie just, ha- it just got me. Do you want to run this conversation? Uh, sure, but we, we could both kind of All right. run it. Um, Guillermo del Toro is usually kind of hit and miss. Like, yes. It, everything he does is creative and interesting, but it always has interesting <laughs> results. And he has his fans, he has his detractors, and he, and I consider myself a Guillermo del Toro fan. Even his bad movies, I think, are interesting. And more interesting than Here's movies. the thing that I'm wondering. Do you remember how he was working with um, Norman Reedus and Konami to make that Silent Hill game? Correct. Yeah. I wonder how many of those ideas he tied into this movie. I wonder. Because it's really, honestly, it's a little bit Silent Hill-esque. Yeah. It's, this movie is just good. Go- I think this is his best movie. Right, I think so, too. No, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. At the very least. Um, I'd say if you're talking about, you know, top two, it's certainly this and Penn's Labyrinth. But, yeah, I like this more than Penn's Labyrinth. I would tend to agree with you. This movie is just drop-dead gorgeous from yeah. the beginning. Like, and it's well-written, it's well-acted, it's well-directed, it's well-edited. Like, everything about this movie, it's well. The, the production design is gorgeous. The visual effects are spectacular. The makeup on the creature is unreal. Uh, Doug Jones. Because they used an actual costume and a not, you know, CGI. Because creatures gotta look that, fabulous. That physical performance by Doug Jones. Like, there was a touch of it, but it was very, very minuscule. The cinematography was just gorgeous. Just like my mom. Yes. It was beautiful to look <laughs> Shout out to Lance's yeah, mom. mom. Shout I out love Debbie. you. Shout out Debbie. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> Shout out to Debbie. Don't say that. They're gonna get confused with Jonah's truck. Yep, that's my truck, all right. <laughs> they called her pretty on podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Called her pretty. <laughs> Shout out to Jose as well, you know. For uh, for the sake of Dalton's truck as well. We gotta get oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in Mexico right now, actually. He's actually there for um, seeing his friends. Oh, God, I hope Trump lets him back in. I know. I hope he didn't, like, solder the gate or something, like, welded it together. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and another also for Mexico, Guillermo del Toro, as we segue back in. Ooh. And Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. And Benicio. Did you, speaking of, hold on, this is a side tangent on the shape part. Did you read uh, Rex Reed's review of this movie? No. Just a pile of trash review. Who basically is just putting his own personal criticisms onto this movie. It's very stupid. I don't. What, what was what happened in the review? I don't understand. He literally starts with the, the first sentence of the review talks about uh, this film is one of the one of the weakest from director Benicio del Toro, and spelled Benicio wrong. Oh. <laughs> so that immediately. You can take five I, seconds I, to Google that. Correct. You can take tw- ten minutes to just realize. Oh, it's Guillermo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? At like at the very least, you could spell Benicio right. It was very. It, it's a trash review. Don't read it. But all right, good to know. If you're gonna read a review, I promise you, just still go read David Ehrlich's review of Bright. It's one of the funniest things I've ever read. But um, this movie, in Shape of Water, just be, the, in its message, in its themes, in its performances, in its visuals, is just gorgeous all around. Uh, Sally Hawkins' performance in this movie is unbelievable. Yep, she was good. Considering she never says a word. 
Uh, aside from that musical number, which was I never saw coming, but was a very welcome addition for me. Honestly, and you know how much I love La La Land, might have actually been like a better musical number than any of them in La La Land. We're, we're just gonna put that in there. Um, yeah, within the context of the movie, I guess it really just works. Um, Richard <laughs> Jenkins as the next door neighbor should, is also probably gonna get an Oscar nomination for supporting actor. Yeah, he was terrific. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about best supporting actor, we could probably move on to my number one. I was gonna say, oh yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, Octavia Spencer is hysterical in this movie. She was hilarious in this movie. I was honestly surprised. I didn't think it would be that funny with her. But in the first like twenty minutes, she's just first twenty minutes, she's just rolling out one-liners like it's nothing. Oh, she she is killing in those first twenty minutes, and yeah. then she her character changes by the end of the movie. It, it she's really. Just terrific in this movie. She's terrific in everything. Yeah. But when when you see Octavia Spencer in a movie, it's usually just a very welcoming presence to a film. Just someone that's just great to see in a movie. Uh, and Michael Shannon. I, I mean, do I need to say anything about Michael Shannon that hasn't been said? It's Michael Shannon. He's a very much an over-actor. But and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it I'd definitely worked you, in this movie. I'd say it almost always works. Like I, I can't remember the last I, time. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't stand him in Man of Michael Steel. Shane. Couldn't stand him in Man of Steel. Oh, I, I thought he was the best part of Man of Steel. Oh, I do too, but I still couldn't. I didn't like him. Okay. I didn't. I didn't like Man of Steel. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I hate. I, I hate Superman. Man Steel, <laughs> I, I err more on the side of liking it than bad, but eh, it's meh. Right. I, I think he's just always terrific. Yeah. That perform- his performance in Nocturnal Animals last year was next level. Oh, yeah, he was, he was so great in Nocturnal great. Animals. I forgot about that movie, to be honest. Yeah. And he's great in this movie. And Michael Stuhlbarg is also terrific, as yep. he has been so many times this year. He's also going to get a nomination, but not for this movie. He'll get one for Call Me By Your Name, probably. But uh, there, that's, that's my number two, The Shape of Water. What a beautiful movie, and it's totally worth seeing. All right. Lance. Is Lance is not here. Lance got kicked out. What? <laughs> or ended. I, I said that like 10 minutes ago. Did you not hear me? So I did get my leg. <laughs> Alright, Jonah. <laughs> based on what we punted on today. Based on what we... Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to just try and guess what Lance's is. Oh, oh let's do that. Yeah, let's just put out a... Oh my god, wait, did he go see Power Rangers? I don't remember, he was supposed to write hey, a fire his Power Rangers. One, I swear to god. Did, did he go see Power remember. Rangers? Well, I don't even know what movie... Well, oh wait, it's probably Star Wars. Might be. Um, it's probably Star Wars. Well, I mean, you talked about Star Wars. I don't think he said anything about it, but no. Uh, we'll go to Jonah while we wait. Jonah, I'm based on what we punted on. We took a wild guess that your number one movie of the year was Baby Driver. It yes! Is, yeah. I love Baby Driver. All right, Dominic, we all know that you're going to get out. Let's talk Baby Driver, because we punted on it earlier. Yep. We'll go in order. We'll go with mine, then, or we'll go with Jonah's, then Lance's, then mine, then yours. How about that? All right, cool. Baby Driver is uh, just so so much fun. That soundtrack is terrific. 
Even with all of the Kevin Spacey allegations. I definitely was shot and filmed. We're going to leave that. I, I, no, let, let me, let me that. finish. Plus, let me finish what I'm plus, let me finish what I'm saying. made all those movies in England. I don't know how much he knew going into this about that. Oh, probably literally right. nothing. So, he probably knew, oh man, Seven's a good movie. Right. Oh man, Usual Suspects is a great why movie. Why wouldn't you cast <laughs> Kevin Spacey if you could? Because he is a phenomenal actor. Like, even, you know, uh, that's what I'm saying. Even with all the allegations and that kind of, I think, tied into the movie not doing as well as it probably should have. It did well. It did well. Did it? Because I thought it didn't, I thought it didn't do, It did well enough that uh, Edgar Wright has talked about moving on to a sequel next. Oh, perfect. All right, cool. Of some sort. Never mind then. I I don't know. What am I I thinking of then? I don't know. Movie did well. Oh wait, you know what? I'm probably thinking of uh, That's what I Blade Runner, say. to be honest. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, scratch that. Um, yeah, Baby Driver. I think this is the perfect. This is how you put a soundtrack yes. to a movie. Yes, it's the perfect soundtrack for a movie. Just even at the very beginning. Well, not not just the perfect soundtrack for a movie, but then just adding it to the action and. And the way he syncs all the action up to the music, well. like it just yes. right up at the very beginning with bell bottoms. As they're just yeah. cutting, he's just doing a little quick cut. Bow, bow, quick cut. Bow, bow. Like, that's how you do quick cuts in movies. It's quick cuts, but it's still like a smooth camera. Right. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. So you can still see everything it feels that's like going on. like it works on. for a movie. It, it does. Um, which is why it works. It yep. has, to, has to feel like it serves a movie. Because I don't like a ton of quick cuts. Like, it's not great. I don't either. I was actually either. listening to the... Oh, hey, this is going to sound very uh, boofy person of me. I was listening to the Director's Guild podcast yesterday. I, I don't think you can sound any more movie person than you do on your podcast about True. movies. True, but I was listening to, the director, listening to the Director's Guild podcast, which I'll actually plug them a little bit, because if you want to learn about filmmaking, that's as good a resource as you're ever going to find, all right? And it was an interview. They post, like, all of their post-screening Q&As. But the Q&As are led by other filmmakers. So the one they uploaded yesterday was about The Post, and it was Steven Spielberg being interviewed by Patty Jenkins. It was unbelievable. And uh, Steven Spielberg was talking about he was filming a dialogue scene between Streep and Hanks. And he spent the the Mm -hmm. morning shooting the master, the wide shot of them talking. And then he spent the Mm -hmm. afternoon shooting the the coverage, like close-ups. And he mm-hmm. realized they were so comfortable. Why cut that with the, the, the coverage and instead just used the wide shot master and allowed the audiences to decide who they, who they were going to put their attention on? Were they going to pay attention to Streep? Were they going to pay attention to Hanks? Who was going to be the focus in that conversation for them? Who was getting them more? And uh, which I get also potentially if they're giving two opposing viewpoints on something it works even more. I thought that was just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jonah's just doing something. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue, please. <laughs> interference on my, on my line. And I started moving a phone around to see if it would make a difference. <laughs> and it was, and I'm just laughing because I'm watching him do it, and it's just All right. killing the game. Continue, Jordan. Dominic. Killing my bad, but no. <laughs> so, like, cool. like in that situation, quick cuts don't work. But Baby Driver makes those quick yeah. cuts work. 
Yep. Um, and the action is so well shot. And the dialogue is really dialogue good, too. Is well dialogue done. is great. Um, I thought that the, the weakest part was actually Deborah. Yeah. But I think that was more from a writing right. stance than um, anything else. Right. But it was still a phenomenal Again, movie. Like I said last week, you could really just more Lily James and almost anything. But yep. just yeah. not Mamma Mia 2. I also really enjoyed the ending of, the, of Baby Driver. Yes, the ending yep. it made it was good. I saw a tweet yesterday. Dude, just Edgar Wright. It's just it's Ed- Edgar Wright being Edgar Wright, and Edgar Wright is perfect. Right. I love Edgar Wright he, films. He probably could have escaped or whatever if he wanted. To well, because I think Edgar Wright is like one of the only directors out there nowadays. As a one of, not the only, one of the only that actually cares about what he's doing, knows what he's doing, and tries to make it as perfect as he right. can. Because this was in a writing process for years. Many years. Yeah. He was years. workshopping this for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's just a terrific movie, though. Uh, and so El Gord yeah, is great. Was, Jamie Foxx is great. Jamie John Fox Hamm job, is great. Well. Like, mm-hmm. John Hamm is amazing. Yeah. John Hamm, actually, by the end of the movie, you're, like, actually scared of him. Which is... Yeah, you're like... Oh, I wasn't just scared of him. I was... I kind of... I felt bad yeah, for him. Yeah, but at the same time... All of these characters, is one bad like day? Jamie Foxx and John Hamm, Jamie mostly. Like, you, you feel almost terrified of them, but you also feel bad for them. And that's that's part of why, like, why it works for them, why those characters work. I think my favorite villains. joke in the entire movie is the John Bernthal gag. Because after their heist yes. at the very beginning of the movie, he's like, if you don't see me again, I'm probably dead. And you never see Correct. him again. It's so it was, funny. I was kind of upset we didn't see him again, though. I was, too, because I freaking love John Bernthal, especially after watching Punisher. Right. Uh, he, he And that gag in the beginning with him and his sunglasses is just yes. terrific. All right. <laughs> Lance is not back in uh, yet, so we might have lost Lance before his number one. And I'm going to say it was... Um, I don't know. Send him another link. Power Rangers. I'll just, I'm going to say for him it was Last Jedi and we already covered it, so. Alright, I just sent him another link. He said to send another one. We'll see. I don't know why I had this. Oh, okay. The same link works, but. Alright. Uh, Let's talk about Logan. Logan. Yes. I love Logan. I, okay, so this was, I think, one of the first. It was actually my number two. No, this is, I think this is the third movie I saw this year. Because I saw Split. Which just barely didn't make the cut. Then I saw Get Out, and then um, Logan. Right. And then, but this is the movie I compared to other movies the entire year. Like it was, oh yeah, this is a great movie, but you know Logan did this and this and this better. Or I like this movie, but Logan was better. Like it was the one that I compared the entire year. Right. You know. And not only were the action scenes phenomenal, the writing was great, the acting, oh my god. Ooh. Oh. Especially between um, Hugh Jackman, Daphne Keene, and Patrick Stewart. Those three, their relationship, especially the relationship between Daphne and Hugh, it was phenomenal. Powerhouse performances. Yes, especially that ending. The ending is the saddest thing I've seen in a while. Yeah. I think TJ cried in the theater, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both times I saw it in the theater. <laughs> I teared up a little bit. It was like, 
Like, I'm not, like, a big movie crier. If I'm going to cry in a movie, you maybe get me, like, tearing up. That's about it. Happened twice this year. You got me at the end of Logan, and you got me at the end of Coco. Is, uh, this isn't exactly a spoiler, because it's a public fact that Hugh Jackson retired from the the role of Wolverine. Same thing for Patrick Stewart. Same thing for Patrick Stewart. But, um, my favorite part of Logan was at the end when she, when they bury Wolverine. Yep. And they turn the cross. Yeah, she turns into an egg. No, that that final that final third act, like the last like thirty minutes. Where, where he dies. No, just like the entire fight scene, and then where he dies, like just that that entire scene. As soon as he sees them in the distance, and then he goes to start running into the forest, and he takes the drug. Yeah. That's where like that until the end of the movie is perfect. Yeah. Um, it slowed down just a tiny bit in the second act, but after that, it picks right back up again. And it, it became it, it my, my favorite movie of 2017. It, it opens really strong. He's like an Uber driver. Yep. Uh, near the Mexican border. And then he gets mugged and he, he tries to fight off the muggers. Yep. The first two minutes are perfect. The last 30 minutes are perfect. The entire movie is perfect. I love it. Really. It's such an enjoyable movie. Uh-oh. And it got snubbed for every single award there is. Especially a lot of critics of groups have been awarded. Oh, yeah, a lot of critic groups did, but not like, you know, the Globes. Yeah, the Golden Globes or SAG Awards or... Yeah. Um, I, I doubt it'll get an Oscar, but if, I hope it does. Yeah. But James Mangold, you did a phenomenal job, and I thank you for giving us the perfect... Wolverine movie that everyone has been waiting for. Our rated berserker, y'all and Logan. The 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 perfect Logan. Jonah, your thoughts on Logan? I love Logan. I I like the emotional impact at the end. I also like how, if you think about it, they make good on the prophecy from from the Wolverine. Yep. Because it was the same. It was the same director. He tied them together. I haven't seen that movie in like three years, I, dude. Yeah, I've not seen that movie in long enough. But she she has the ability to see the future, kind of. You die holding your heart in your hand. In your hands. And yep. She dies holding uh, mm-hmm. Laura's hand. Yep. I was like, aww. Which I did not even pick up on, and as I was watching it, I wasn't even thinking of that. I went on Twitter like two days later, and someone tweeted it at James Mangold, and he was like, "Yep," and I was like, "Oh my god." And also, uh, <laughs> that's that's why it had a lot more impact on me in that theater. Because like, oh, this is beautiful filmmaking. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> and then, um, when I I really enjoyed the relationship between Logan and um, Professor X. Yes. And how he was kind of taking care of him now that he has either Alzheimer's or dementia. They never would say. It was Alzheimer's. It was Alzheimer's. Yeah. 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 And uh, starts to go a little bit crazy. And I, I, I really like how he becomes kind of a pseudo-grandpa for Laura in a really short amount of time. It's adorable. Get the new cheesy chicken quesadilla <laughs> yeah. from Taco Bell, Logan. <laughs> I, I have a power chair. I could, I could be the new... Uh, you could. Professor X. Yeah. You could. Uh, that is definitely <laughs> Jonah as like a as like a surly grandfather. Like, get me a quesalupa from Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Let's talk about right, Get Out. I've also got Lance's number one. So let's talk about Lance's number one. Which one was it? Which also happens to be my number one. Our number one is Get Out. 
Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know he saw Get Out, so all right. We we all watched it together one night at uh, at Jonah's. I was, like, the only one that had seen it. It was terrific. Um, yeah, it, no, it was really good. No movie... Oh, yeah, we made the twins watch it. I forgot about that, actually. No movie in the last few years has made me think. I have not thought about a movie this much, maybe ever. Um... Not necessarily, like, I was thinking in the movie, but I've thought about it ever since. The, the, that was me, but with right, Logan. The implications of this film and what it's saying on society is, the, the implications well, of that I, is incredibly important. Here's what, here's my thing with the movie, is I like it, I actually prefer the alternate ending. Okay. I I actually prefer the alternate ending. I think it ends too depressingly Um, if you go with the alternate. um, It's really, I mean, yeah, but it it fits more. It really does. Anyway. um, Oh, the alternate ending where he gets arrested? Yeah, where he gets arrested instead of Rob rescuing him. I think that... Rob rescues him, because Rob is my favorite character. And that line... But my thing with the movie is... Just because it has really good social commentary doesn't mean it's a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong, it is a good movie, but it's not a good movie solely because it's of the social, good. because of the social commentary. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just that, right? It's it's the the, the way. But it really, it did have really great writing and directing. Right. But I think both of which could have been a lot stronger. Well, it's Jordan um, Peele's first movie. I, 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 I know. I, I understand right that. Now, but you still get what I, it still could have been stronger. Best picture frontrunner right now is where I'd probably. I mean, for what it was, it was great, and I understand it was still his. It was his first. It was his directorial debut. It was his writing debut. But it was still like it was still phenomenal. Huh. But it still could have been stronger. I think that screenplay is like an actual achievement. Like it really to is. Get all of that, all of what he's trying to say. Into like a like a hundred twenty minute horror movie is unbelievably impressive to me. Wasn't really a horror movie. I'd it's say it more, was more of a thrill. Well, it's a well, yeah, he it's calls a it a social thriller, but it's also it the is horror, a social thriller. Horrors that we face in everyday life. Yes, he you know it's not your standard standard haunted house movie, but it's a haunted scary, house movie. Yeah. yeah, on 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 some levels. Um, Nah, his phone is screwing up, which is why I was passing along his number one. Um, Like I said, screenplay is terrific. The direction is next level. Daniel Kaluuya, I think, gives gives the most underrated performance of the year. And it's finally Uh, starting to get some some buzz. Uh, The Screen Actors Guild gave it a Best Actor nomination. He might actually have a legit shot at an Oscar nomination, which is deserved. I think he is just unbelievable in this movie. His physical performance, especially the scene where uh, Catherine Keener first sends him to the sunken place. Yeah, that it, that scene it might be the best acted scene I've seen all year. He is next level there. I disagree, but I can't agree with you at the same time. Right, I say it was one of right. It, it was just just the physical. Physical performance there is ne- unbelievable. Uh, Bradley Whitford's yeah, great as well. Allison really Williams is terrific. Um, the movie's really well shot. You know, a lot of the movie is about visuals in some way and about eyes. And mm-hmm. uh, this movie boasts the visuals to, to go along with that theme. It, 
it has enough humor to hit you over the head to still make you, and it still brings the message like, oh, people do still consider like racism in some ways to be ridiculous and funny. Which is just not true. They'd have the scene where Rod goes to the police and tells his side, and they laugh at him. It's funny. It's a great scene, but it also yeah. has a you know major societal implication. Yeah, no, it's great. That's the thing about this movie. Nothing in this movie goes to waste. Every little detail, every little scene comes back in some way. And when you rewatch this movie, when you watch it for the second time, and you're looking for little things, more than just trying to solve the greater puzzle of like what's actually going on, when you know what's going on and you're able to pick up on smaller details, it gets better. It gets way better on multiple viewings. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen it three yeah, times, three or four times. It's on. I mean, I literally just wrote my final paper in my English class about this movie. Um, it is terrific. What'd you get on that paper? A 95. All right. I got an A on that paper and in that class. I wrote a paper on memes. That's just terrific. I got 100 on it. Woo! Uh, you would get a, <laughs> a paper on memes. Paper memes. I would expect nothing less. Oh, my gosh. From the meme master. <laughs> but. Oh, God. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's nice. Anyway, get out. It was yeah, good. It's really just a terrific movie, and like I said, it's just a movie that stayed with me. Um, you know, my previous number ones. So, so now in my four years of doing number ones, although I didn't publish in fifteen, so fourteen was Whiplash. Yep. Fifteen was Mad Max Fury Road. I don't even remember what came out in two thousand fifteen. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I told you, bad year for movies. Uh, 16, La La Land, yep. and this year was Get Out. So why don't we Logan. all run through our top tens one more time real quickly. Uh, just run through a list. Jonah. All right. Uh, Jonah, you go first, Mr. Managing Editor. Oh, me first? Yeah, go through your top ten real quick. Right, just run through it. Just go ten to one. All right. So ten, I have uh, Wonder Woman. Nine, I have Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Eight, I have Kingsman 2. Seven is It. Six is Spider-Man Homecoming. Five, John Wick, Chapter Two. Four, Get Out. Three, The Big Sick. Two, Logan. And number one, I have uh, Baby Driver. You know what I just noticed, too, as he was running through all, all of them? He was saying subtitles for all of them, except for Kingsman. He's just like, yeah, yeah I got Kingsman 2. Chapter 2 is just like, oh, Kingsman 2. And I'm like, there's, there's a title. Oh. And Kings in the Golden Circle. No, that's okay. I, was, I wanted to say something about it, too. But it was a very Jonah move. Thank you for pointing it out, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> very Jonah move. Yep. Anyway, um, so I'll go next. Um, number 10, I had Blade Runner 2049. Number 9, I had Get Out. 8, I had The Big Sick. 7, Shape of Water. Six is it. Uh, five, Baby Driver. Four, Lady Bird. Three, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Two, The Disaster Artist. And number one is Logan. I'll give you Lance's four. He had number four was Baywatch. I I, I got nothing on that one, guys. I really do. <laughs> uh, number three, Lance moved right there. See, number three was it. 
Yep. Number two was Spider-Man Homecoming. And number one yep. was Get Out for him. Yep. And for me, my number 10 was Logan. My number nine was Baby Driver. Number eight was Coco. Number seven, Lady Bird. Number six, Blade Runner 2049. Number five, The Disaster Artist. Number four, The Big Sick. Number three, Dunkirk. Number two, The Shape of Water. And number one, Get Out. Oh, I also appended Dunkirk. That's right. You. It's my top five. Yeah, little asterisk. Little asterisk. Yeah. So what do you have at number 10 that you got? Oh, you got to boot Wonder Woman out. Oh. Yep. Kingsman 2 stays. Wonder Woman does not. I that's, love that's, that's, uh, that's tragic. It's quirky and funny, but I waited for that movie a long time, and I think it paid off. I love that movie. You waited like a year for that movie to come out. It was out. really not yeah. that long away. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, but I like that movie. You know how long I waited for a good Spider-Man movie? <laughs> yeah, shut up. Well, yeah. You know how long I waited for a good Logan movie? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Do you know how long sorry, people I'm waited sorry. for another Blade Runner movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, 30, 30 years? years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, no. 35 years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like Kingsman. Okay, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just making fun. Uh, it's just you. Yeah, you, you can be. You, you just give us such ammunition sometimes, Jonah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up our top ten episode of the Films with Ferrara podcast, or in the case of one of us, hey, a top four. Hey, wait. Does anybody have any honorable mentions or anything like that? Oh, we already gave honorable mentions at the very beginning. Oh. Honorable mentions, uh, Star Wars, Last Jedi, um, Split, um, I guess I'll mention Wonder Woman, I guess. Yay! <laughs> Honorable mentions slash movies I wanted to see before. The- also, uh, Okja, that's an honorable mention. Movie. Yeah. Um, what am I, oh yeah, Mudbound, that was a great honorable <laughs> yeah, mention. Excellent, again, for me. it's not one I see myself watching again anytime soon, but. Yep. I want- I wanted to see before this came out and didn't get a, didn't get a chance to. Um, Disaster Artist, Okja, and did Hacksaw Ridge come out? That was that was last year. year. That was last year. All right. And then, as far as honorable mentions goes, Wonder Woman, and uh, over this last weekend, I saw The Greatest Showman. It was pretty good. It was decent. And in a perfectly Jonah move. Jonah attempts to somehow get a movie from last year into the 2017 list. I didn't know Woo! I hadn't seen the movie. <laughs> Says the man who wouldn't stop talking about Mad Max Fury Road from two years ago. Hey, Mad Max three. Fury Road is a farce. Hey, Mad Max Fury Road is actually Wait, three years change ago? action movies forever. I hate to break this to you. Whatever. I, I disagree, but all right. It's, when you're watching car chase movies in like 20 years, just look back at Fury Road. I'm telling you. It, Sure, car chase movies, but not action movies as a whole. <laughs> That's another debate. But you're watching the Fast and Furious 8,000 in 20 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, guess what? I haven't ever seen a Fast and Furious movie. So, and your face, Dominic. Ha ha. Oh, wow. Do you really think that little of me? <laughs> they can be fun. It can be. All right. All right, but that's going to do it for our top 10 of 2017 episode. This was a ton of fun. Our top four fun. Is this our last episode? This is the last episode of 2017. Well, um, all right. We're going to talk to Dalton and see maybe if he wants to write up his. He's at Disney World this week, so he could not join us. 
His family goes to Disney World more than anyone I've ever met. He, he's actually winning the week here. Uh, yeah, he is. I've never been to Disney World. It's all right. Well, sorry, I went once when I was like two weeks old. Yeah. Well, so that's just tragic. I've never been to Disney World. Right. Yeah. Tragic. I, I wouldn't want to go more than like twice. Well, it, I, like I'm like I've been like this man goes like. Yeah, I've probably been like too many times for my own good. I'm definitely going again once Star Wars Land opens up, though. Yep. Big time. I really want to go to Harry Potter World. Harry Potter World is dope. That's at Universal. Um, yeah, Alright, yeah, we should wrap this yep. up. So, guys, that yeah, was our top... Oh my gosh! This review is at... Or this, this podcast is as long as Lady Bird. Boom! Almost 93 minutes of greatness. Yep. Alright. Uh, Jonah, where can the good people find you on? The good people can find me on Twitter as at Jonah Lewis 10. That's a capital J and a capital L. It doesn't L. matter on Twitter, Jonah. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, make sure you have your, uh, your, your handle memorized. So. There you mm-hmm. go. I did. Boom. He also Boom. Has stuff. I did my job, okay? For once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's that review? <laughs> <laughs> TJ, where can good uh, people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at the TJ Blank. Boom. You can find Lance since he he got unceremoniously unceremoniously dropped by Apple. Uh, rip, 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 in peace. At Lanzo two, the number two, the Brony. Bet you can figure oh, one thing out about Lance within that handle. I bet you wish you hadn't figured that one. Out. Correct. Well, you know. <laughs> You can f- find me uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at DomFerrara5. You can find our writing at filmswithferrara.wordpress.com. Woo! Uh, you can like Woo! the, you can follow the site on Twitter at filmwithferrara. That's also the official account for this podcast. Uh, we're gonna start in the new year. We're gonna do some new stuff, uh, some interactive stuff, some some maybe Google Forms where the uh, the listeners can put in some of their. We were gonna test put in some of their options on some of our lists or whatever. I was going to test it out last week, but uh, didn't get a chance to. I was a little busy last week. You know. It was near Christmas. All right. yeah. Getting ready for Christmas. Merry you know, Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus, everybody. Happy Fe- oh, I watched the Festivus episode on Festivus. It was a great decision yeah, on my part. I did too. Um, I the... Let's see, you, but you can follow... The, the site and the pod on Twitter, like I said, at film, not films, because Twitter has a stupid character limit, at film with Ferrara. And you can also like us on Facebook, Films with Ferrara. Uh, if you have not subscribed to our iTunes feed, we are now available on iTunes. We also are available on Google hey. Play. And if you're the I don't know anyone that uses this, but we're available on Pocket Cast as well. So spread the word, share the pod, get the word out there. And from all of us here at the Films with Ferrara podcast, enjoy the have movies. And have a happy new year. No, our, our closer is enjoy the movies. And yeah. also, <laughs> enjoy the movies. We can't do intros or closings. Apparently not. No. So we're just going oh, well. to leave it up in the air like this we're and hopefully we get laughs. We are very professional. Oh, yeah. So professional. Have a happy new year. Enjoy the movies. Have a happy new year, everyone.